This is your mother's. It's your mother's. It's your mother's. This is your mother's. This is your mother's. This is your mother's favorite podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of your mother's favorite podcast. As always, it's your boy, Cody, and I'm joined here with... Uh, you're straight swaggy. Yep. What's up, everybody? It's Straight Swaggy here, and today oh. we are going to be playing Call of Duty Minecraft. Call it. <laughs> it's the DLC. His YouTube channel is straight. Well, it's not called Straight Swaggy, but he says, "What's up, everybody? Straight Swaggy here," but and it, it makes me wa- it makes me want to die. Yeah. Oh, same for sure. Can but I, anyway, tell, what's your name? Can I tell all five of our listeners your your uh, YouTube name so they can find these videos? That's fine. It is Cody has powers and scroll back as far as you can until you see him wearing a Jake hat or is yeah. it Finn? No, it's, it's Jake. Yeah. Once you see that, click it. Any click of it, them. Click it hard. Yeah. Uh, th- those are still monetized. So it'd help me out a little bit. Yeah. And eventually we're going to put these podcasts on YouTube. So those seven views, that's like a dime in my pocket. Yep. Uh, that would be good. A dime? For seven views. Yeah. Anyway, what's your name? Uh, my name is Logan. Yeah. Nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you as well. Thank you for uh, having me. So on this week's episode, I'm pretty fired up, have been for, well, probably the last like 10 years of my life, but the last, we'll say, two years? You got into politics that deep at 14? I was uh, probably younger, to be honest. Okay. Even as a little kid, I was really interested by it all, but so Logan just gave it away. This week's episode is going to be more political-based. And by the way... If you're one of those people that uh, gets annoyed or offended or whatever, and that's not your political view, don't turn away. We're not going to be. Well, I'm not. I don't know about Cody. He, he's yeah, going to be speak put, on my behalf it, on anything. He's going to be putting his foot in his mouth because he's wearing an American flag bandana as we speak. I am. Yeah. So, um, if you're one of those people, though, don't don't turn away. We're going to try to be mature about this. And actually, we'll talk about. Dis- like discuss things that are happening, our views on them, and kind of where we stand. It's not going to be like I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and necessarily name call the entire podcast. But yeah, I probably will. To be honest with you, so That's I want to throw out my disclaimer now to follow yours. If you are super diehard progressive liberal, or if you are super diehard right wing conservative, just stick through the podcast at least. Hear our points and our opinions and our views. Treat them with respect. The same way that I try to treat most people's, you know, opposite and nine times out of ten wrong beliefs. Right. I treat them with respect. Okay, yeah. I had to throw that little last piece yeah, in there. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I'm I'm just going to go ahead and say I'll mostly be piggybacking off of you this episode. I, I am politically involved. I do enjoy politics. You dive extra deep into some of this stuff. Like yeah. you in your kind of weird with remembering dates so you'll be like yeah august 5th 2007 when uh obama signed that paper in philadelphia on a tuesday at 602 p.m it's probably a.m man he gets up and grinds that's fair too he gets up and gets at it i mean that's what a good president does yeah it is so anyway i want to start this off with a hot topic hot topic do you want a drum roll uh yeah and it not banned shirts what hot topic band shirts it was a pun that i just tried to make that wasn't that great because you didn't pick up on it so i thought you were saying band like b-a-n-n-e-d like they uh, banned shirts from being in their store possible too which sucks because that's where i get my melanie martinez shirts (sighs) i can't find them anywhere else so my my 
first topic that I'm bringing up. Yep. Are video games to blame? Okay. Uh, almost not even on the political side of this. I freaking love this question. Because mm-hmm. it's something to me that is so... There is actually, uh, like, not even a gray area, but I can almost slide and see some of the views. I'll explain. Video games obviously are not to blame. Obviously, in my opinion. The only time that I can see it ever um, looking at the other way is, and I'm not going to sit here and, like, knock on mental illness or something like that, but a child or heck even an adult that might have a mental illness makes them more susceptible and gullible to specific things i can see where getting to be able to do that in a video game could perhaps promote that kind of thought process but again i'm talking a mentally ill child think one day oh that would actually be really fun i have a lot of fun doing this in a video game it's a pretty weak point but that's the only time I can ever slide over that way. Now, I will say I saw a tweet, and while it's a little morbid and not exactly the exact point, I understand what he's saying. He was like, I don't have to go in Walmart with an AK and shoot 30 people. I get to do that in Call of Duty. So it's kind of saying I would if I didn't have Call of Duty, but that's obviously not what he meant. Right. Well, I get what he meant by that. He gets to do these kind of things in video games knowing that's not how life is. Right. Knowing it's an alternate reality. That's not how life is. Right. I mean, I'm sure any person in the military can tell you Battlefield or Call of Duty or whatever the closest military game, I don't know, Medal of Honor. That's not how the military... It's a video game. Right. It's It's made for entertainment. cinematic. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And so, same thing, the video game argument, it can go back to movies. You know, media is nothing new to the world. I mean, given the last hundred years, it's had a strong, 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 you know... Pull. Yeah. Pop culture. Yeah, for sure. That's everywhere. But, okay, 1960, let's throw back. You had Psycho, Alfred Hitchcock. How many murders did that inspire? Right. Uh, With video games, a lot of people want to blame the kids or blame the parents. I mean, if you have a 12-year-old that gets a hold of your gun, that's on the parents, but not because you let them play Grand Theft Auto. That's on you because you didn't have them locked and put away. I agree. And uh, I'm sure you want to talk about gun control. um, Uh, Absolutely. Things like that later, you know, tactics to take towards that. But... <clears throat> I lean pretty left with most of my views. You know that. But I I can see both sides. I have an AR-15. I mean, that's it's like right when you walk in. I have a two-year-old. If uh ever harmed herself with a weapon, uh, that would be my fault. Right. Not because I let her play uh, Medal of Honor Airborne. <laughs> right. No, and that's exactly the point. So as far as, you know, I was raised on horror films i was raised with explicit music i was raised with video games it's it was nothing new to me like you know it wasn't like a culture shock when i turned 13 or 14 and saw like boobs for the first time on on tv like that wasn't like whoa what's that or anything you know right i wasn't like super sheltered yeah so you know i was homeschooled too so you know easily could have been that super weird abstract off to himself kid that sort of thing but playing video games, I never once in my entire life have played a video game and like stole a car in Grand Theft Auto and thought, 
man, this would be cool to do in real life. Yeah, I know, exactly. So as far as, you know, there's a lot of scientific studies out there that have shown there's no correlation between video game and sim violence, but here's what I want to piggyback off of that. Uh, so we have someone that is in charge of this country who doesn't have many brain cells. I'll just throw that one out there. Like I said, I'm coming out swinging. He has very small hands, too. Yeah, incredibly small. Sad, sadly small. Sad. Bigly, sadly small. So anyway. <laughs> it's a shame. He comes out and says, big shame, that we are glorifying violence. And kids are being shown this violence, and it's being promoted towards them. And right? he also said it was like easily accessible, right? Yeah. Again, goes back to the parents. Yeah, but if GTA's in my house, though, like my eight-year-old didn't go buy it, probably. Right. Exactly. Well, I would hope not. Whoever sold well, it to the GameStop is. He could have brought money to school. Yeah. <laughs> the black market <laughs> for video games. So bootleg GTA. Leader of the country says we shouldn't be promoting violence. I appreciate that. Right. I respect that. The sad thing behind it is, though, he has done nothing but incite and promote violence since absolutely 2012, at yeah. the earliest that I can remember. Well, okay, that, uh, I'll let, I know I'll let you finish, I'll interject, but that is one of the main things that turned me off of Trump, is I read the guy's article that was a diehard Republican. Yeah. He's voted Republican, uh, I think he was in his 40s-ish, so I guess since, like, Nixon, I don't know. Or, right. Yeah, okay. And, um... He went to a Trump rally. <clears throat> well, actually, he went to Hillary's rally first because he wanted to go. Sounds like one of you know a conservative, and this goes for both parties. But it seems like people that are extreme left and extreme right, you can't talk to them about anything. You right. can't sway them. You can't have a reasonable conversation. Yeah, seemed like a dude that you could talk to on the streets right. without just you know wanting to die. Uh, he went to a Hillary rally first to listen to it and just to observe and just to. You know, be there and, and listen to her views and listen right. to how she presents herself, mm -hmm. how it was carried out, et cetera. And then Trump was his candidate he was going to vote for, and he went to a Trump candidate. And I'll condense it down really short, but basically he said he was like Hitler in so many ways that he only has to say five or six things, and the crowd's going to listen no matter what, and they love it. Right, and that is and terrifying. talking about violence, he said in that article specifically, he was like, all Trump said repetitively is we're going to bomb the shit out of ISIS. Yep, I remember that whole campaign. And, yeah, I do and too. everybody just goes fucking wild yeah, know, for that. And that's not something you say as the president. Right. That, that's If me and you were talking in the basement, and I say, man, I wish we'd go bomb ISIS, whatever, like who cares? Right. On well, the president of the United States, and especially— The face of a nation. I Correct. mean, that's, you know, you are the face of America. And this is going to sound self-centered and selfish. Um, it, America, in my opinion, is one of the most important, if not the most important country in the world. Just because we try to hold everybody's hand, we try to help everybody. Everybody knows, hey, let's talk to America. Like, they can help us kind of thing. Like, I don't think we just call, I'll like, say we were the most important. Yes. that At the time of him, you know, running, at the time yeah. of whatever. So coming from Obama, who has been probably one of the best public speakers since, like, Kennedy, <laughs> coming from that to what we have now, like, just hearing him talk and nothing else. Right, and to... And promote violence, and right, I'm sure you to want to go on with the to, quotes. Yeah, and to go back to what you said, um, being, like, hard to approach and that sort of thing, I am about as left as they come. When it comes down to it, if you're you putting are, me on yeah. a scale, like, you know, I'm almost, like, breaking that side of the scale right but 
I still try to have discussions with open minds, and mm-hmm. I love to hear other people's opinions, even if it's someone who's incredibly conservative. I'll listen to you, but I'm not going to respect anything you have to say when you start talking about taking away women's rights. Yep. Anything that's mildly racist. I mean, I get wanting stricter immigration reform. That's fine. Right. Let's get them into this country easier. That's more tax dollar. They go to our economy. Right. And then gun control, if you won't even give that a second thought, I'm not going to try to have any kind of conversation with you either. Right. You know, there's a whole lot of things that I can send myself to the middle on, and I can find middle ground with just about anybody. I'm really confident Me in that. too, yeah. But the moment you're just so ignorant <clears throat> and blind to everything that the president is currently saying, when you find no flaws in anything he does, I was a huge Obama supporter, but I can sit here and name so many things that Obama did that I just – not a fan of. Sure. And until you can see the pros and the cons in a situation, you're completely blinded by it when you only see pros. Right. And I was, um, you're, you're three or four years older than me. You were old enough that Obama coming in, you have a no on politics. Me, I'm like 12, 13. Um, so his first four years, I mean, I, I can't tell you too much that he did because, I didn't right. care. I'm I'm focused See, on getting my learner's being, permit. <laughs> so he would have been inaugurated in 2009. So that would have made me 13 at the time. Okay, I would have been like, 11. Yeah, I remember watching like C-SPAN when like the House is voting on the stimulus. Yeah, like I remember I kept up with it enough to know like that stimulus was something we needed at the time. Right. Conservatives hated it because the government's pumping <clears throat> money back into banks and you know boosting right. the economy, but we needed that shot real bad. Right. We were headed to another depression and, fast. And what I'm getting at, the last four years of Obama's presidency, obviously I followed tightly because I'm getting old enough to where, hey, this is really affecting me. I need to actually care about it. Um, I, I loved Obama as a, as a person. He is one of the most professional, at the same time, loving. He, you know, he's playing basketball with just like dudes. He's right. you know, walking around with Macklemore at the White House shooting a video about opioid addictions. Right. Like and he's just so down so to earth. So here's me but, being a realist with that, though I can counter it. And he was also like, you know, orchestrating many, many, many drone attacks on like, you know, civilian, civilian dominated cities just trying to hit ISIS. Right. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm saying as a, as a person. Right. I absolutely adore him. As a president, aside from legalizing gay marriage and the, um, what you just mentioned. Yeah, the stimulus. <clears throat> the stimulus. I wanted to say stylus for some reason. <laughs> the, the, he, yeah, he made the stylus for the DS. Right, and that was innovative. That was needed. <laughs> that probably is around his time, maybe. <laughs> okay, so the stimulus. Uh, there's obviously positive boost. We're, we're feeling the peak of what he did for the stock market right now in the and economy. We're, and to date, you know, as of Friday, we're starting to see that Obama's not in office anymore. Right, and we're feeling that now. But... You talking about you've been able to find middle ground. Obama was one of the most, in my opinion, useless presidents we've ever had. You know why? He he was just trying to fix everything. That's fine, but especially in his last four years, we had a completely red-controlled yep. Congress. And mm-hmm. it didn't matter, you know, Obama could have came out and said, yeah, I want to ban abortion in all 50 states. And the conservatives would have shot, shot it down, down oh, just yeah. because it was Obama. Mitch McConnell is my least favorite person on this planet. <laughs> I dislike Mitch McConnell more than I dislike Trump. Wow. Just because Mitch McConnell's, the you know, oh, like I get the, it. <laughs> the covert agent for anything conservative narrative. And it doesn't matter wrong. what it is. Right. They don't look into morals, which is what I want to right. talk no, about. Mitch McConnell just looks into whatever 
pays him the most. Right. And he looks like a turtle, and I hate him. <laughs> so, any, back to this whole point right here with the video games. Trump says we need to quit preaching violence and, like, glorifying it and showing it to the media and kids and blah, 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 yeah. blah. But he also goes on, you know, numerous rallies he's had time and time again. Whenever there's a protester in the crowd, he suggests violence. Yep. He says, you know, we should have roughed him up a little bit more. Punch him in the face. Or punch him in the face. Yeah. You know, he's mad at police because they're not working hard enough. And he says something along the lines of, uh, we, we're we too afraid to hurt people nowadays. And, you know, don't, don't promote violence, but I'm going to stand up here and, oh yeah, you know, well away at it and, and there's way more than just that if you right. want to go fact check it like there's so many i mean let's step back a few weeks el paso the shooting yeah man that was in the manifesto on it you know trump's mentioned that he, this guy's just trying to help clean america up at what point did we become such a racist nation again to where we're killing people because they're not white at this point everything that's being passed immigration wise is literally just to push for a white nationalist nation again. Yes. We are taking advice from leaders of the KKK. Yeah. We are glorifying them. Charlottesville, Virginia. Yeah. All of that. BLM is there. Antifa's mm. there. The KKK is there. You know, you name it. Nobody is in the right in that situation. Right. You know, BLM started off as a great organization and it's been radicalized. Yep. Antifa's always been radicalist. Mm-hmm, for sure. And then, of course, the KKK is a radical group, too. No, really? But <laughs> we can't say that the white nationalists are worse than just a group of people who would like to see more equality, regardless of how they're going about it. Right. Because, you know, BLM, they do some messed up shit, too. Oh, yeah. Be the first to throw that out there. But also, BLM's not hanging white people. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're not pushing for this nation to be all black or all hispanic nobody is right and but like, like you, you got said, the kkk and they want just whites right and like you said with um, black lives matter is it started out with such good intention and with such good like i got behind it like i'm a pasty white dude i got behind it like i'm not black i'll never know or let's just even say a minority because they don't just push for them they right. push for minorities i'm not a minority i'm, I'm in a predominantly white city yeah uh, upper half of the state. I mean, you're a straight white. white man. Yeah, like Lil Dicky said, I'm right. a straight white man. I have no problems, right? Right. I'll never understand. And if you want to talk about police brutality, I'm sure you do. I'm trailing off here, chasing a rabbit. But uh, police brutality. At first, I thought, like, you know, you get pulled over. Police says to step out of your car. Step out of your car. Right. Like, don't say, why do I have to? Why am I pulled yeah, over? Yeah, this is against my rights. And I the, I hate that. Myself. I do too. I do too. Just listen to the guy. He's trying to do his job, just like everybody else mm-hmm. is. That's what I thought at first until I start seeing both sides of things. I start seeing how frequent it is. Mm-hmm. I start seeing these people are being pulled over for no reason. Mm-hmm. And we can also go into media, at least from what the media portrays to me. Right. I don't get to see the full side. I don't even usually get to hear the cop statement. I see the video on Twitter. I yeah. see the article on CNN. I see the article on Fox, whatever. And that's what I mostly thought. And they started out with such good intention, but like it, they become radicalized, like you said. Like Charlottesville, like no one's in the right there. And I know it's somewhat old news now, but you know every group that's there. Right. 
and that's like just, there's no yeah and that's the piggyback off of it's just we're pushing for a white nation again yes exactly and, you know i can go to the current ordeal with the poem at the statue of liberty i'm not going to butcher it or anything like that but it's along the lines of we accept immigrants here and you know pick them up and help them back on their feet exactly but we are redoing that poem to where it's going to read like we don't want someone who needs to be picked up like if you're coming here already have your shit together and my main thing with immigration i'm all for uh tighter immigration uh policies i'm all for stricter borders um my my issue is the difficulty that like how difficult it is to become a u.s citizen is insane it's like the, seven years. Yeah. The process, okay, if I'm in Mexico and I'm a father and I have a, I don't know, four-year-old, um, and I'm trying to come to America just to have a better life, to get my citizenship most of the time. I know we've got people coming up that don't plan on getting their citizenship. I get that. I get all that. Most of these people, that's what they want. Why would they not want to be a U.S. citizen? Right. As opposed to but, living in Mexico. Right. Why but do they, they come and leave? Why do they hop the border and hop the fences and that sort of thing? Because they don't want to be put in fucking cages. Exactly. You well, come through to seek asylum, you get, to, you get put in a cage. Yeah. Well, they're no. Just if you're like you know ten and under, <laughs> you right? Get put in the yeah. cage, and then your parents get shipped back. And I think we said this in one of our other podcasts. America gets bad. Me and you take our kids to Canada. Right. Me and you get sent back home, and our kids get locked in cages, and I have no idea where they are, what yeah. to do. I can't go do yeah, anything. Yeah, and it's just we are so immoral now. You know, Trump has made us proud to be racist or yes. proud to hate. The amount of hate that's seen on social media, the amount of hate that's seen in public. Right, and we talked you know, about this earlier. When I worked at Lowe's, I would have customers that would just come up and be like, you know, yeah, Trump's Trump's helping us. We're getting rid of all them damn Mexicans or yeah. I remember one time I was stuck in between two customers. I was just trying to help them, and they both have on, like, <laughs> Trump hats. So, of course, they, they get a boner for each other. Right. And, you know, they gravitate, and they just start with this hate. And then they, like, look at me for a response, and it's like, no, I don't support anything, anything right. that comes out of the man's mouth. Yeah. You know, everything he says is a lie. And, you know, of course, if we want to get statistical with it, Obama told lies, Bush, baby Bush told lies, Every Clinton president. told lies. Right. That's just – that's a way – being a politician. <laughs> right. I mean, you have to tell some white lies. That's just bottom line. Yeah. I wish it wasn't like that, but it is. But the amount of lies that Trump has told, you can look this up yourself if you don't believe it and compare it to any previous president. Yeah. And it is absolutely insane how much more he has lied compared to just and a, I can't, any other previous president. Like, I can't bring Obama's up or whatever. I don't know it off the top of my head. Uh, Trump is 12,000 and something false misleading claims yep. or false uh, statements. Um, and I think Obama's over the span of eight years was something like four or 5,000, which is eight years, right? Where's triple three years in? Yeah. Getting close to four. Yeah. Triple in that amount of time. Nothing, nothing he says. I don't know. I just, I, I don't understand, like, the amount of hate, and I know I'm only 20. I've only you know, a little bit of Bush that I can recall, and then Obama's eight years. Of course, during Obama's presidency, you had the, the right-wing conservatives that are, oh, he's a Muslim. He's not American. There's Which not, I would like to bring up the point that Trump's the one who started that yep, theory. Sure did. He wanted to discredit a black man for being the leader of the nation. Yep. And... 
like all of this stuff, you had all those people, but I didn't see any of my concern or my uh, liberal friends or liberal adults that I know now looking back on it blocking or getting in these huge debacles or unfriending. I know it's social media, it's little in the eyes of like the entire universe. Who cares? But there's so much hatred in this country. And, and I would separation. like to, yeah, jump on your back right there. We're the snowflakes. You're a liberal, you're young, you're in the millennial generation. You get offended so easily. You're you're a snowflake. You need a safe space, blah, 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 blah. That's stuff I hear all the time. But they're also the same ones who you say anything, Dad, about Papa Trump and they flip shit. Right, and that's where I want to kind of go back a little bit but talk about it more in depth if you want morals. I, it, it's not a party thing for me. I wish right. there wasn't parties. Right, me too. But, I, I mean, we're always going to have two different entities right. you know, with different views and opinions. But also, if you take a big step back, they always end up the same. Yep. You know, it, it's the same end game. Exactly. It's just a different road. Who wants to take the nastier road? Exactly. And it's not always the right that has the nastier road. Right. A lot of times it is the left. Yeah. I, I wish there wasn't parties in general, um, but regardless if you're on left or right i'm not going to state my view on abortion that's not what i'm trying to make this but whether you believe in pro-choice and that's the way you want to take it do that morally like don't don't to me it's not something you encourage like i don't encourage abortion Right. Like, I'm not but saying the, go get Nobody's up going out and having exactly. sex to have an abortion. Like, nobody's, like, throwing a, an abortion party. Exactly. And that's what the right people view it as. Right. They view well, it as, like, th- they want to kill their kids. They don't care about life. No, I promise you, no one just wants to. Right. I'm not going to go out and have sex just in hopes that, you know, the person I have sex with has to have an abortion. Exactly. Like, that's, I never, like, dwell on having an abortion and or being a part of an abortion. They look at it as so unmoral. Or right. Like, no the women morals. who aren't having abortions don't need therapy and they have ptsd afterwards and everything that that doesn't exist right because they, just, they had a child at 16 and wasn't ready and everybody makes stupid mistakes right everybody everybody makes dumb mistakes should you have to have that child at 16 and then they complain about their taxes and their right. tax rates well see that's and the all thing this too. stuff and i'm this like is, this is a conservative mindset and you know if you're conservative just buckle up because i'm going in <laughs> on it you don't care about the child once it's born. Exactly. And you do not care about the child once it turns 18. Yep. Especially when it turns 18. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my house. Yeah. And that's that's the the party and the generation that is the first to kick out their 18-year-old kid. And, you know, it just it goes all the way around to who you are as a person. We have separation of church and state for a good reason. But when it comes to abortion what you always hear is how sex is supposed to be you know something special and it should be something that you shouldn't have sex until you're married and that also falls in line with why abortion isn't a thing because uh, as two people that are dating are more likely to have an abortion than a married couple right and that's a lot of that's just common sense mm-hmm. but they push the narrative that you shouldn't be having premarital sex to help push abortion and hell, they're wanting to, you know, limit sex ed in school. Mm-hmm. I think that should be taught younger these days. You know, it there's so be. much more media. I know so many like nine year olds who have a phone. 
Like it's that's n- nothing new for a nine-year-old to have access to the internet immediately. Sure, like a smart, like not just a flip phone to call mom. Right, no, a smartphone. Yeah, an I, iPhone, I agree an with that. Because I had a phone at like nine, but it was just to call my mom. Right, so happened. you know, they're all the time on Twitter, especially. I see dicks on there. I see boobs. I see so much like pornography on Twitter, just on my feed. Right, like you know, somebody someone just retweeted, retweeted something. it. Yeah, some Bob so, Marley know, quotes. You have a little this. kid that's like following <laughs> PewDiePie, and you know, other people on Twitter, they're going to see that, have their own questions. But if the parents are too conservative, just talk about it. Cause I know a, a lot of my friends never had a talk from their parents. I didn't so, really see. I did. And like, for me, I'm, I got that talk at a younger age. So therefore, you know, 13, my body's changing and everything. I know already what's going on. Have you already went through that? I did. Yeah. Dang. Last week. Dude. But, yeah, I know. I'd have five you if you weren't so far away. I know it. So anyway, with that, I already lost lost train of thought <laughs> with that one. So we need to start teaching sex ed at a younger age, but they're wanting to pull that out of schools because it's too risque, and that's an issue. It's just an act of nature. Yep. At the end of the like, it's not it's nothing taboo. It's itemized too much. Yeah, for sure. It's I mean, like it's that just as an item, not an absolute something. act of nature. I mean, let's go back five thousand years ago. Surprised the earth is that old. No. Yeah. No. You know humans were just getting at it. They didn't, they weren't they didn't having, know. Right. It's just, well, they might have known, but... It's just it's absolute instinct. Yeah, absolutely. It it's not like this is a new thing that right. we just started doing 100 years ago. Exactly. So, therefore, it's going to happen. So, yeah, educate kids at a younger age. Let them be better prepared for it. Another thing, birth control. It is absolute bullshit that that is not more easily accessible for women you want abortions to go away but you also want to push the narrative and this is something that trump did do so i'd like to make a note on that one insurance companies that are religious have the right to refuse birth control so example chick-fil-a i'm sure they'll be one of the companies doing that without a doubt please don't get me strong chick-fil-a i need you to derail quick (laughs) but if you are a religious organization or your your company's values are along the Christian religion, mm-hmm. you can deny birth control because that's against your religion. Right. You can deny birth control through the insurance that you provide for your people. Right. You're fine with that? No. I'm, I'm just... Okay, yeah. I I'm thought you were disagreeing. Like, You're like, no, I'm yeah, like, no, right. giving you taglines. Yeah, like, so with that, you I'm can't have you an abortion. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot have an abortion... You also can't take birth control to prevent this. Right. And I'm also not going to teach you about it at a young age so you don't know what the end result is when you're fucking around at 13. Exactly. Going to the, In my opinion, now, I'm, I'm going to say this a million times if I've said it once. The far left people get on my nerves too. Like, Oh, I hate. I can't do it. I hate them. I can't do it. Like, I use the term libtard a lot. Yes, and they go in circles Yeah. with their self. Uh, the the meme that was like, uh, you know the the famous meme where the guy's like trying to pick which butt to choose, yeah, and he's like sweating, and it was like, uh, feminist saying, uh, women should be equal to men, and then the other button said all men are pigs, right? <laughs> and it, they go in circles. I'm not saying women shouldn't be equal to men. I'm just that's another debate. The far right does the same thing. Yeah, 
the only what I want to talk like political parties the only people that can ever have a conversation is the middle grounds yeah the people that can see some right views I have an AR-15 right I'm mostly left though like I love I love both things that's not wrong like that's right? not wrong for me to dip my toes no, on it's both fine sides for you. even if you're fiscally conservative that's fine exactly you can tell you can look at me as a human and say you know what i just disagree with welfare i just don't think it should be a thing i think exactly. you should just have to work for it that's fine that's, a, when you that's just, a conversation right when you come at me completely sideways and you're like yeah you shouldn't be sitting around on your ass pulling uh, from the government yeah. blah, blah 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 that's i agree with that but present yourself better and we just talked about earlier uh olympus today or whenever it was hypotheticals all right. they do is throw hypotheticals at you yeah or, or they reference something well obama built the cages yeah and okay. like you well, what, what what was it you said about the concentration camps like yeah it, it like after after ss germany fell germany shut down the the concentration camps they didn't keep them running yeah like Auschwitz was gone. And if they did run them and another leader in Germany put them in the concentration camps, do you think they're going to say Hitler build them? Right. No, they're going to say, why is this happening again? Right, exactly. Why yeah. is this going on Well, Hitler again? put them there. Yeah. Well, like, Hitler put Hitler. them there, so, right. you know. So it's, <laughs> the, the shitty part about it is just they push their narrative so hard, like at everybody, and will not hear anyone else's opinion. I get, oh, man. I don't know how many times I've been deleted and blocked on Facebook for posting my opinion, and then someone comments back, and I just I fact check. Like that's just my yep. thing. Even if I fact check against myself, or you know, put out a point like I brought up, Obama's the one who built the cages. Yep. Or Obama did do some pretty shitty drone strikes in the Middle East. Yeah, he did. I'll point that out. That's fine. If it happens, it happens. But do not blindly just say, well, you know, Trump ain't doing nothing wrong. Or he's just telling it like, he is, oh, like dude, it is. I hate the telling it like it is. I hate it. I hate it so much. So he is bringing out pure hatred. And that's my biggest issue. With, I don't give a fuck about his policies. I really don't. At this point, I don't care. Yeah. He could push whatever narratives he wants. But don't be a dick. Like, just chill with that. Because he is inciting so much hate and violence in America right now. That is terrifying. Yeah. And you look at, I mean, it's almost, I'm not one of those people that thinks we're about to go into a civil war or something crazy, but I'm one of those people that it is borderline 1960 again. Yeah. Like 50s, I guess we yeah. should say. Segregation. Absolutely. I mean, it's getting close to like saying you're black, go use the other water fountain. Right. And, it is literally getting close like, to that know, point. Another sad part of it is that I, I hate to sound like Mr. Self-Righteous and that sort of thing. But, you know, for races, other, any other minority, like, is automatically uncomfortable around me. Right. Because I'm a white, straight dude. Yep. And, you know. If it shouldn't I, be that way. Right. Anytime I'm about to put out an opinion, like, I feel like I have to, like, read out a disclaimer first. I know. And, it, again, like, both ways. I mean, this sounds awful, and... Like, if you don't know me and you're listening, I'm one of the, like, I'm, <laughs> sounds like a super racist thing to say. I right. get it. Like, I'm not even close to racist. I love every race, every religion, every belief, whatever you have. Mm -hmm. I can find a way to love you. But I feel like, like when I worked at Lowe's and a, a colored person or a minority would come up to me and ask me for help. It, like, this is how bad it is at subconscious. I almost made a point to treat them better than I treated white people. No, I completely get that. Because 
I, I don't know what they face when they go to other stores. And I want to show them that there's still hope that they can right. be loved. And that might be dramatic. Like, they might have a better life than I do. As, you know what I mean? And it, it's sad that it's subconscious because our leader of this country is so just hatred-filled and so racist. And, like, it makes it look like all white people don't like minorities. Right. And that's... <laughs> You know, depending, of course, in what areas you live, there's going to be more racism in, you know, certain places. But it doesn't matter if you're in Atlanta, New York City, Chicago, uh, Albuquerque, Houston, Dallas, uh, L.A., Sacramento, San Francisco, Seattle. You're super progressive cities. You're still going to have racism there. Absolutely. It's just in more rural areas like where we live. It's much more predominant. Very bad. And, you know, that's definitely, like, the the racial uh, statistics here. I think, like, less than 20% of our population is African-American. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's a pretty big gap. Yes. Like, eight, very. Because we're probably, like, 76. Yeah. 18% if African-American. If you're counting Caucasian. Then, right, yeah. 76% of this area is probably, probably a little bit more than that, in all honesty. Wait, this area? Yeah. Like, us specifically? Yeah. Oh, I, it's got to be higher than that. It's I mean, just, until you go downtown. Right. Like, we have one high school here, Dombins Bennett. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of the minorities here do live downtown. In the city limits. In the city limits. Right. And so they go to DB. Aside from DB, I mean, when I went to school, I didn't, I didn't really have any minorities. A few. Right. Of course, but... I mean, again, it's... It's just, it's easier to be racist when you're surrounded by other racists. Exactly. And then it's a snowball effect from there, and that's what we're witnessing right now in America. Exactly. So, um, to go on from that, I do not have a problem with someone who is conservative by nature. That's fine. You know, typically, I would prefer if you're fiscally conservative instead of socially conservative, because a lot of the times, I just have a hard time respecting anyone who's socially conservative. Um, and when I say that, I'm talking you're against gay rights. You're a li- little bit more for white people. Um, you're not a big fan of women's rights. Uh, you don't believe in background checks on guns. Uh, you wish that Jesus was back in school, and you shouldn't allow the Muslim kid to pray uh, or sit down during the Pledge of Allegiance. And that's just where my issue usually lies is more of the uh, – the social issues as far as conservatism goes if you think that taxes should be cut out or lowered or you think corporations should get more tax breaks looking at the middle class how well did those tax breaks that you know every all of the the white collar america voted for trump for for those tax breaks right you, know, you farmers you middle class workers how well is that working out for you now it's not working very well at all but I'd like to note that Amazon paid zero dollars in taxes last year, and they made what was it like eleven billion dollars? Something I feel like it was more than that. And they Something didn't ridiculous. pay anything, no taxes. Delta paid no taxes. Delta Airlines paid no taxes, and you know the list goes on and on and on from companies that their CEOs making eleven million dollars a year. They're paying their workers eight seventy five an hour. Yep. They're making billions and billions and billions of dollars per year annually, but they're paying zero in taxes. How's that benefiting the American citizens, right. the people that are working for those companies, or people like me paying taxes You know, for all of these different things that are wrong with America? And 
you know, I'm having a decent percentage of my check taken out for taxes when you have the owner of Amazon, Jeff, pocketing $11 billion while, don't get me wrong, Amazon, they pay their people fairly well compared right. to other country or companies, but the $15 an hour does not equate to the hundreds of millions that he brings in annually to not pay taxes, and that blows my mind how people can continue to blindly just support Trump. You know, I can think of some of the things that people are the most proud of uh, tight, tightening up the borders. That's not happened yet. All we're doing now is just capturing the few that we do catch and caging them up. Um, yeah, the military got it raised. Veterans got it raised. Their monthly pensions went up. But at what costs? Um, you know, Not many people are paying attention to the fact that Republicans are currently attacking Medicare and wanting to pretty much take it apart piece by piece. Nobody's paying attention to that. Nobody's right. paying attention to the fact that we upped our military spending budget even more, and that wasn't for the VA nope. or the veterans' pensions. That was our active military budget. We're not in war right now. We have no reason to up our budget annually. What happens when a war does break out? I think we're over a trillion now on our mm -hmm. military spending. The moment we go into war, that's going to be to $2 trillion. Oh, or more. Right. $2 it, trillion's a bottom number. It, you know, we have older people who during the recession had to pull out all of their savings to you know buy their their medicines medicine prices that's another one it's oh yeah insane to me that people are dying from diabetes because they can't afford their insulin yep and we're not talking people who are living unhealthy lifestyles i mean people that are born with diabetes right yeah or you know, just old people who developed it they they lived a rough life that sort of thing but Doesn't something matter. that costs Six dollars in other countries is like six hundred dollars here. Yeah, I think I think it's like four hundred. And that's the average. An, Trump keeps saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna lower medicine prices, lower medicine." Well, you've been in office for two years now. When's that happening? Exactly. Because I can promise you that no Democrat's gonna fight that. But here's when they will fight it, because you're gonna put something in there. Yeah, I'm gonna lower medicine and also uh, ban all Muslims from America. Right. And that's There's the a way but. everything he's everything he's tried to pass so far has had that ridiculous stipulation to it. And people continuously and proudly support the racism, the bigotry, the just the pure hate, and nobody sees any problems with it. Right. And that's the issue now is we're fine with it. And then when I say something about it, I'm just a crazy socialist or – Snowflake. Yeah, hard. <laughs> yeah, and they're the ones who are like getting worked up and getting red in the face, and their blood pressure shooting up. I'm just trying to have a conversation. They can with never you. defend. Yeah, you start pulling out facts on them; they can't defend it. They'll just, yeah, well, it's better than Hillary. And okay, so what does that mean? You would rather have like a racist guy than a woman in charge? Like, sure, Hillary has a whole lot of a whole lot of bad things in her past, right? And there's a lot of conspiracies behind that. But it goes to the hypothetical thing. Let's just pull something out of our ass to kind of cover and backtrack Emails? because my pride, <laughs> my pride is way too big for me to admit that I voted for Trump and I fucked up. Right. And I'll, I'll be the first to say this, that I, I lean mostly left. Uh, while I, Hillary never would have been my first choice and I didn't vote for Hillary. Not that she's a woman. I, I that's has nothing to do with it. Hillary's not who I wanted as my president. Right. But <laughs> is Hillary better than the uh, baby hands Cheeto man that we have there that's full of racism? Yeah. And I want to say this, too. Um, 
we're not trying to stereotype just conservative people because I want to give a shout out to, well, you worked with him too, Brian Atkins yeah, at Lowe's. Good guy. I miss our political conversation so much. Brian, I know you're listening to this because you listen to it and play Madden 20. And thank you for that. I appreciate anyone and who would Brian, still be listening if they are conservative <laughs> at this moment. Actually, thank you for listening at all. Right. Brian would come up to me at Lowe's and either I or, or him would strike up a conversation um, and I don't know how close you got with Brian, if you ever talked yeah, to him really too much. Yeah, we didn't get to talk a whole lot. Okay. I wasn't there too long. Right. Um, but he can reasonably have a debate with you, and it, almost every view that he has in this entire world is on the other side of the spectrum of mine. We didn't sit there and bash each other. Right. He didn't sit there and tell me I'm a stupid, libtard snowflake. He would poke fun at me because he knows, you know, like we get each other riled up. That's kind fine. of thing. He would like he is one of the few conservatives, and I mean this wholeheartedly, that I have ever been able to have a conversation with. He backs it up with facts, he backs it up with reasoning, he backs it up with whatever he believes without sitting there, well, you're wrong. You're wrong. Sorry. So I'm not trying to stereotype every Republican, but at least See, for our why, area, I don't get I out avoid to get using the R word. That's I, why I strictly, I don't know conservative. if you've ever noticed, I yeah. always just say conservative. And I, I don't. I can't speak for conservative people that I see in California in a super liberal state. Right. I don't know how they act. They might right. be almost liberal. In our area, like we just talked about, predominantly white, almost all baby boomers, the racism and the inability to just have a conversation with me is yeah. insane. Yeah. and it's So just... that's just what we witness here. Like, I'm not trying to put all of you guys in the same, the same uh, box. Right. But... I mean... <laughs> No matter you know how big this podcast gets, or no matter where I'm at in life, I'm never going to be like the number one uh, sought after person for any kind of information from a conservative base. Exactly, it's so, just me and like, you talking in the right. basement. <laughs> and I already know that, like, no matter where I'm at in life, like, I'm never going to be like that conservative guy. Of course, as you get older, you get more conservative with age. Sure. I've heard. I do not anticipate that happening for me at all. Uh, well, go ahead. I'll. And reason about. being for that. I am very, very, very devout with my views and opinions when it comes to politics, morals, Absolutely. that sort of thing. At no point do I see myself just being like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Women should be in the kitchen or you know, them gays shouldn't be getting married. Fun fact, I have officiated two gay weddings. I got ordained as a minister way back when just to do that because in the area – you can't get married in any church here. Pastors won't do it here. Nope. And unfortunately, Tennessee made it to where uh, on July 1st, I'm no longer able to marry anyone. Yeah. And it's for, you know, it goes right back to just this state in general is completely backwards. It's to prevent <laughs> gays from getting married. Exactly. That's all that is. And I don't, okay. Well, I wanted to comment about you saying you get more conservative with age. Uh, I do in home health, a lot of my patients are quite older and they can't get around as much they need someone to help them shower etc um i've got one he is a devout democrat and i mean it's or what's the liberal yeah and it's to the point where there's no way that's been recent like, right you know this has been his whole life yeah like throw it all the way back to like fdr yeah kind of and thing. honestly like, i'd say he probably wasn't born and raised here uh virginia actually Re that makes it even more surprising it, it makes it even more crazy 
So I get what you're saying. I don't see myself going more conservative. I don't see me getting to a point in my life where I'm like, okay, I can't stand gays anymore. Yeah, that's that's not. I'm not going to get there. And that's not all that uh, right people see. Again, Brian, don't care. Right, and you know, I'll drop a bomb here. I went through my old Twitter, and I actually found some tweets that I made where uh, I forget who it was that came out as gay. But Is I it s- Biebs? N- <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but when they came out, I said, so- oh, nope, it was Obama when he first, like... Obama came out as gay? No, no, no. When he <laughs> started to express his uh, support in the gay community. And I tweeted right. something along the lines of, Obama might have just ended his presidency. And then I followed my thread, and I was in a conversation with someone that I knew. And they were talking about it, and I was like, you know, I just don't want to see it in public. Like that, and... Oh, you said that? Yeah, I did. Wow. Yep, and this was mm, probably uh, around 2010 or so, so about nine years ago. And, of course, like you do mature and change as a person, and I definitely did for the better. Oh, for sure. And it's not that I was homophobic. It's just I was a product of this area. Right. And um, my – like growing up, my grandfather's a pastor of a Baptist church, and uh, if you want to get into the religion side, which that's not what this is, this is politics, but – I can. I think I can make a fair assessment and say, ninety-eight percent of conservatives are Christians, or vice versa. Right. <laughs> um, and my grandfather obviously is not for gay marriage. He's not for that kind of thing. That's against his beliefs. Yep. Not from a political side, though. Right. That's where I'm getting at. A religious side. That's fine. Whatever. But either way that you look at it, politically or religiously, religiously you look at it. There's so many Bible verses about loving your neighbor and a sin is a sin in the eyes of God. Like, it, there's no levels to them. Right. Gluttony is a sin when I eat too much at, I don't know, Golden Corral. Well, or if you is look that the at same that, as being right. Gay? Well, when you drive past a, a car dealership and you look at that car and you're like, man, I wish that was you, mine. You, you just lost it. it. You sinned. So that's the religious side that debunks it there. And you go to political side. What does it matter? I don't understand. I get not wanting to see it in public and see people I love you. I don't want to see that with straight people Me either. Me neither. Me neither. So that's not a gay thing. That's I don't want to see that from anybody. Right. Like, I'm not taking my fiance out in Walmart and just, like, bending her over a, a TV stand and making out with her. Right, <laughs> What do exactly. you think I was going with that? So I don't want to see that from anybody. Right. So I grew up not respecting uh, homosexuality mm-hmm. and man i got I, I just i wasn't very old i mean 15 14 maybe to me like i wasn't involved in politics I, I, like what's it matter right who cares why I do mean, we my have thing is a like, side that is so against it right you, there are so many issues going on in this nation right now that we could do a lot for but we're wasting our energy on just stupid things you know i, I want to talk to you about something Go for it. I want to interject. Are you done? Yeah. Okay. Me and one of my clients today actually talked about this, um, and he has yet to tell me his political views. I slipped up and said that I hated Trump, but he's always watching CNN. Right. So I think he just don't want to dip his toes into the yeah. water there and talk to me about it. Um, he was telling me today, and it's something I've thought about a lot, and I'm not joking unless maybe you and me have already talked about it. I've never heard a single soul bring it up, and I've always wondered why. Kind of like the last episode we talked about, like, trafficking be such a bad thing here. Yeah. Why is it never brought up? 
This is on a national scale. Flint, Michigan. How we just completely ignore it still. Why? We're one... Uh, the military spending. A right. trillion dollars. Right. We gave Flint, Michigan those filters that you put on your faucet to drink tap water and the lead the lead levels were still too high to consume well and we just gave them like it was a substantial amount that they just got in the last like two or three months and let's go back this has been an issue since 2014 yeah and this is something i can put back on obama too yeah he didn't do anything about it either and you know if anything he had the largest minority support of any president to date oh absolutely oh he for sure there's no other and Flint, Michigan is predominantly you know, the white people are the minority in Flint. Yes, and you know you have an entire community that idolizes and looks up to you, and you know you were the voice for them the first time that we had a black man, yep, or a black human. Let's just say black human in a position of such high power, yep, in the United States, yep. And I, I think about Flint, Michigan a lot, but my client brought up something to me that. I just thought it was interesting about how easy it would be to fix it. I mean, all you would have to do is make, I don't even know if this is legal or like you can do this, some kind of like mandatory tax, $5 a week for any household that has less than like four people mm-hmm. for one year. How many people are no, in that's America? That's completely legal. I mean, that would just be adding a new tax. $5 a week now, is not going to hurt anybody. You, we could pull six tenths of a percentage point from the military budget and fix flint yeah i mean that's it i know i i don't understand but we're we take, throwing billions at the stupid wall that's never going to get built right or it's not even they they come through any so uh, any that's a big one any any wait <laughs> most of your illegal immigrants that are coming through and just staying Mm-hmm. in the united states illegally not even going through the proper procedures and that Correct. sort of thing are coming through legal ports of entry exactly you know as far as it being like an absolute jungle and people are just like crawling through the forests and like crawling through the deserts like and that's swimming across yeah. the the river to get to the united like that's just not a thing right they're coming through the legal ports of entry so how about we just have a let's build some bigger facilities as far as screening people as they're coming through Yep. Let's put more money into the technology behind getting quicker background checks and quicker reports to know where this person came from and what they did before they're at the gates. Instead, we're throwing billions of dollars at this stupid wall that, like you said, maybe 30% come through that way anyway. Right. Doesn't even matter. But we can't give, I, I feel like for less than a billion, right, we can fix Flint? Yeah. Okay. With just one, one of those bees that you threw at that wall, we can't just send it to Flint? Right. Like, who has not even, like, I could be completely wrong here. I never even hear people from Flint or people from the state of Michigan even bring it up. So, like, here's it's like where they're just living I with put it on at a this big, point. I put on a big tinfoil hat with this one. I'm a firm believer anytime there's a big national outcry for, like, you know, two or three weeks, I think something bigger is going on behind there. Like, stuff's getting passed that just doesn't catch oh, our no, attention. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So, like, with Flint. That was a big thing for about a month. Yep. And then nobody cared. Right. And it's still an issue. Uh, shout out to Jaden Smith. He has his, even though it's expensive oh, as fuck, gosh. he has that water to benefit Flint. Yeah. Uh, I forget what the water brand is called exactly, but yeah. it's like in cardboard boxes, that sort of thing. But with his company and everything, he's doing a lot to help Flint. Here's my thing, though. Jaden Smith, he's definitely multimillionaire at this point. 
why don't we get just like four or five celebrities to throw some money? Like, what about the yeah. the celebrities from Michigan? Like, why don't they send some money? But also, it's really shitty to look at it that way too. It shouldn't why, be their job to do that, right? But you have people like Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. Jeff Bezos, all of these people. They Who have, can fix it with a hundredth of their income? Right, exactly. Like just ridiculous amounts of money. But it also goes back to my first one of my first points or whatever. You know, we just continue to give the rich tax breaks, and there's no benefit from it. If we have corporations that are pushing harder, you know, tax-wise, that sort of thing, pushing harder to raise income for their their employees and all of that, people are going to have more money to put out. People are going to have more money for those tax dollars. Plus, we're getting more better infrastructure, fixing water systems, fixing roadways, national parks. Um, we start venturing into healthcare being a, a human right as it should be we're one of the last nations that are civilized you know we're not throwing spears at each other anymore well, but I we am. you know technically are at this point as far as just how devolved we have became oh, in the last 10 years i know well let's snowball into something else because i don't think i've actually talked to you about this ever because we discuss politics quite a bit mm-hmm. universal health care yep what is your stance on universal health care is it a, a good direction to move in? Is it a negative direction to move in? And why? I think it's an absolutely positive direction to go into. I'm a firm I, believer. I definitely want to hear your viewpoints because I'm not super big on universal health care. Of course, there's pros and cons. but Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Um, actually, you go first then. This, this isn't going to sound like a big deal right off the bat. It is something that I personally care about. Um so where I've had stomach problems my whole life, I've seen a million doctors, whatever. I had really bad anxiety and depression. Took me three doctors before I ever got antidepressants. Really annoying. Finally found my doctor that I like. That's my doctor. I've went to him for six years. I'm not going to another doctor. He knows me. I don't have to re-explain myself to every doctor that I go to. I know it's a weak point, but universal health care... You're just, you're, it's like it's always an urgent care kind of thing. And my thing with urgent care and those kind of things, your numbers, which you kind of are anyway. That's fine. But okay, your numbers, but what, and what do you think, have to go off of that? What do you mean? How do you know that? How that's you know how you, Canada operates. How do I know that we're numbers? No, no, no. Like, how do you know that that's just how we would be as a nation if we were to do Medicare for all? I don't. I'm given examples of other countries that do. Right. Other places that do universal health care. I'm not saying we would have that exact. I'm just going off of like. Right. So when it comes to universal health care, it would be a real simple fix. I mean, in all reality, uh, $27 a day, small contributions can help that become a thing. Uh, BernieSanders.com. So anyway, <laughs> with universal health care, Medicare for all, I like that terminology a whole lot better. Sure. Of course, there's wait times, that sort of thing. Nobody's going to be any more prioritized than the other. Right. You have... Um, I forget, it was one of the Rockefellers. I think he's still alive, but he literally looks like fucking Frankenstein now. Frankenstein's monster had, correction. He's had he looks six like the or scientist. seven like heart transplants, five liver transplants, seven kidney transplants. Bro, just get out of here already. Right, you're like 98 years old. You're taking <laughs> perfectly good organs from people that still have a full life to live, right? But oh, he's, he's got bu- money, though, He's dog. buying himself to the top. <laughs> exactly. So once you get into a Medicare for all situation, you're not buying yourself to the top of a list. And and I agree that is basically my only pro is let, let's look at AIDS. Let's look at HIV. Who is the longest living person you can think of with AIDS? Just right off the top of your head. Magic Johnson. And why? Money. Exactly. 
How long I mean, did Freddie Mercury live? Right. How long did I don't know? Probably my great grandfather live. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever has HIV or AIDS, whatever, it's not their fault necessarily, unless it was like you know drug related, like that is your right. fault. But I'm just saying, like Magic Johnson hooked up with a prostitute. Right. Right. Like he's just in that peak of his career like he's just trying to live yeah. right he made a stupid decision right and I and mean, now I he has it for the rest of his I, life if he wasn't an nba player he's gone he's gone just because same thing with and insulin. i definitely condone safe sex no matter what <laughs> but no insulin and diabetes it's yeah. the same exact right. thing man we've you hear every week on the news a 21 year old with a, a two-year-old child just died of diabetes just because he couldn't afford an insulin yeah and it's ridiculous and the doctor that I see now, he's a scientist and an inventor. He's constantly making new medicines, has right. FDA look at them. He just invented something uh, that's like an EpiPen, but it's a tablet. Mm-hmm. You put it under your tongue and it dissolves. Right. He says it costs him like $4 to make it, and he sells it for 6 Right. An EpiPen is like, th- what, $200-ish? Yep. Like, I don't know if I'm – I actually don't know if I'm allergic to bees. Right. I've been stung by a wasp once. That don't really count. If a bee actually injects me with venom, I don't know. If I'm hiking, I'm dead. Like, I can't afford $250 right. to carry around an and EpiPen. So, with that, Universal or Medicare for All comes around. Taxes can go up. That's fine. Yeah. And let's just say your average family, your average household, which this was uh, in 2016, Bernie mm-hmm. Sanders' projection on it, right. looking at about a $4,000 increase annually in your taxes. Sounds like a whole lot. At one point, my my parents were paying like twelve hundred dollars a month for health care. Yeah. Right. You, oh yeah. You multiply that by twelve and see where that puts you. Comparing yep. it to four thousand. Anybody who could get health care four thousand dollars a year annually without a deductible or anything like that. Oh, they're that, jumping all over. That's it. a hell of a deal. Yeah, they're jumping it, all over it. I can't comprehend where the 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 cons are for universal health care or Medicare for all. And one of the arguments you'll hear is. Well, I worked hard to get this insurance through my job, this privatized insurance. Why should I just have that stripped away? Why the fuck would you not want that stripped away for free health care? Right. You know what? Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't get that you, either. So you you would opt to pay this or that. Nobody loses their doctor. Nobody gets sent to a different kind of doctor. Everything stays the same Other with universal health care. Insurance policies. Because and everybody has the same thing. Like right. there's not going to be one doctor that just accepts the government health care and then one doctor that accepts the privatized health care. Right. With a Medicare for all, that outlaws – and that's, you know, you have a huge, huge, huge money market that's pushing against that because Blue Cross Blue Shields doesn't want to shut down. Sigma doesn't want right. to shut down. Um, Humana doesn't want to shut down. And, I mean, you go into just our region. Um, I'm going to support what you're saying. You go into just our region. If there's anybody that listens that's not in Kingsport, Tennessee, uh, well, then, sorry. But if you live within 20 miles of here, you know what Ballad Health is. Yeah. Ballad Health is the same thing, man. I go to an urgent care, like... I got severe strep throat, whatever. I'm going to puke on my doctor in her shoes. I got strep throat or whatever. I go, oh, we only accept this insurance. Right. I go to another urgent care. Oh, you'll have to go right. three and miles that's our, down the road. It's already a thing. So I don't exactly. know where this argument's coming from for that. If you right. can't support the idea of just raising your taxes a little bit for you to have virtually still going to be free health care because yep. you're shredding your, your annual payment completely 75% minimum. And yep. And you have older people who are living on their fixed incomes now. They can't survive. They can't buy their medicines. Nope. Medicare doesn't pay shit right now. Right. And Republicans, and you know, if you want to fact check me on this or not, nobody ever wants to believe it. 
but Republicans time and time and time and time and time again have tried to disassemble Medicare. It's a socialism platform. And, you know, FDR is the one who brought all of this stuff in Medicare, Social Security, yeah. um, minimum wage. All That was socialistic ideals. In, th- in theory. Right. Like, to me, it's not – I mean, it is socialistic, like, as technically. Yeah. But to me, let's go all the way back to the beginning, morals, man. Yeah. Like, a lot of this goes back to trying to treat people like human beings. Right. And, and minimum wage is one of my biggest ones. Do I think people at McDonald's should get $15 an hour and I come out of LPN school and make 20 No, I don't. But is seven fifty viable? And I understand okay, so with that raising... Was a very, so I'll, I'll tear into you for your comment just now. Well, hold on, wait. Because that was done. the same <laughs> argument for saying that people in the military should be making just as much as NFL players. I mean, it's ultimately, it's all a career choice. So exactly. So with that, if minimum wage goes up to 15 an hour, right. you're going to be adjusted for that too. Exactly. If you're, making, in everything. if you're making $15 an hour and you've been at a company for 10 years, and let's just say like you're at your peak for it, right? Yeah. And you're at a solid 15, but they start people out at $10 an hour. They bump people up to 15. Odds are you're, you're going, going to up to 20. Yeah. And, and I get that. I'm not like arguing for raising minimum wage. I'm just saying the ideas behind it. Can a 19 year old who can't afford to go to college work and bust his ass for 70 hours a week at mcdonald's and live off of his his paycheck no no he can't and that comes down to whether i don't care what you believe politically let's not raise the minimum wage because inflation and everything goes up and right yada 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 or hey let's keep it the same whatever it comes down to wanting someone to have the best for them and we don't care about that anymore no we care about us we care about what we're going to get and we care about and like i'll say it we care about white people that's it. And not that minimum wage applies to races, but... Actually, fun well, fact, it definitely does. <laughs> so minimum wage itself... Doesn't. You have to start the same. But the odds of a white man being hired and making more than an African-American or a Hispanic are very high. 100%. Um, but that goes back, man. My biggest thing is morals. Treating people like human beings. And while it sounds like socialistic ideas, like I just kind of said I wasn't super for universal health care. It's kind of one of those things like I'm going to roll with whatever has to happen. Like I got to go to the doctor regardless. Would I rather have it for free? And like I just had to get glasses, right? And glasses are, you know, what, $300 yep. for no good reason. And then I found a website where I could get them flat 95 and they're perfectly fine. Yeah. It's one of those things. I don't get it. I, I don't understand. Would I like to be able to get that for free? Yes. But some of the things that come along with it that would mean you both just went over back and forth. I'm I'm just up in the air on it. But what I'm saying is the idea behind universal Medicare is wanting the best for everybody. Right, and uh, equality. Yeah, like, sure, you can deem it as socialistic, trying to balance everybody out, like trying to make everybody on the same playing field no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, you, yes, that's deemed as socialistic, but for 90% of things... Like, I, I want someone to be treated better than me or as good as me. Like, I want someone to be treated well. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying I mean, to look at people. I mean, even if I hate you as a person, like, I don't hope you die. Uh. And I don't. Yeah, that's definitely. I mean, I, I <laughs> Next would, week. Ideally, I would love everybody to have success in this in this life that we're all exactly. a part of. And, I mean, that's just it. When you go actively out of your way to wrap this whole episode up and moral of the story when you go super far out of your way, whether it be for your religious beliefs 
or your political opinions or your twisted messed up morals if you go out of your way to try to make someone else's life more difficult or to hate them or to try to press your narratives on them in a situation where they're just not comfortable believing or seeing it from that point of view and you demonize them and just slander them horribly fuck you yep i mean that's all there is to it i don't care if you're on the left side or the right side. yeah that's both sides but i'll aim more at the crowd i'm aiming at with the right side of things right now like if you're a you're a a diehard feminist and women have to be exactly equal to men and you get you're growing armpit hair and like whatever like do that that's you but like don't come at me and tell me i shouldn't be allowed to have my shirt off at the beach and you should like like i I have my shirt off like it's it's not i don't i don't use my organs for like health reasons for babies or that kind of thing like a woman's breast to me is like this sounds so stupid like it's like a sacred thing like it goes all the way back to nature see and for me like if we want to touch on that topic real quick i do i don't care i don't either but like Like don't come at me and like it's my fault like if we (laughs) passed a law for women to walk around shirtless then that's fine like i'm not going to view it any different way I mean, there's more things I think we could focus on that are a little bit more important as far as, like, <laughs> no, the not really. things. But if it comes down to, like, I don't care. Like, bodies are not taboo to me. Right. Sexual activity is not taboo to me. It's right. just, it's all nature. It's all natural. But moral of this whole podcast, because we are deep into it now. If you're still here. We went here, down the rabbit hole. Yeah, if you're still here, shout out to you for listening. Hey, shout out, Bron. I know he's still here. He's still, yeah. So with that. I don't hate conservatives by nature. If you come up to me and tell me you're conservative, I'm automatically on guard, like wondering what you're going to throw at me being a snowflake or that sort of thing. Right. But I'll listen to you all day long. I have a lot of very close friends to me that are incredibly conservative. My entire family, except for my household, which is more moderate than anything. Yeah, they're not really either way. They're just kind of... Like, my extended family super conservative. Mm-hmm. Anytime I go to any family gathering or function, uh, the fact that I'm a Democrat is said within the first 10 minutes of me being there. And I don't even consider myself a Democrat anymore. Right. Um, I like to use the terms liberal and conservative. Uh, Democrat and Republican is just a front for both of those. Yeah, not right, not left, but forward. Vote right. Andrew Yang. Shout out to Yang Gang. Vote. Join the Yang Gang train. Yang Gang is there. Yang That's Gang. A- we will have another episode very soon talking about our favorite contenders and our least favorite contenders Closer. for this. Yeah. And and with that, I don't want to just talk about Democrats. I'm or let, let's say left. <laughs> I'm kinda with you. I don't like saying Democrats and Republicans anymore. Right. I I'm going to try my absolute hardest to dig deep and try to find as many positives as I can with uh, the right side with the right side I'm, I'm going to dig deep try to find a candidate that i wholeheartedly I, this is on a very local scale before we quit kind of obama i decided i leaned more left when i dig into politics do you remember phil bredesen i campaigned for phil our governor he's republican right his name tag says republican phil bredesen's do, democrat phil bredesen yeah no he's not yes he is i campaigned for phil who was right before for him senator. Before Phil? Yeah. Are you, are you talking about Bill Haslam? No, I'm not talking about Bill Haslam. Phil Bredesen <laughs> was governor from like 2000 to 2008, something like that. Well, I'm backwards. I loved Phil Bredesen because I loved almost everything he said. And yeah. for whatever reason in my head, I was thinking he was Republican. Because at the time, I was thinking, like my whole family 
is well on one side they're all democrats and one side they're all republicans which right. is really funny but they're all like you know god we hate phil bredesen i'm like like he's doing good things uh, i had it backwards i guess that does make right. more and sense Phil bredesen was a very moderate um he also yeah. stood up for things that he felt NRA. was right or wrong yep huge nra activist right Yep. So, and another thing he did was he used his own salary to remodel the state capitol. Yep. He put a library in with his own money. Good dude. Yeah. So I, mean, I guess that does make more sense because my family's mostly right, and I didn't have a party, and I was kind of right. like, "Why are you hating on this guy?" Yeah. I guess that does make sense. Yep. So. So in about two months, we'll have Andrew Yang on the podcast. I just got. I hope. I just got to find out. Uh, we got to get a better setup. Do you, do you think he'd come to the basement? Do you think he would buy us like an actual mixer and stuff? So we're not in like that using would be, USB uh, UBI, mics. UBI Part One, the Universal Basic Income. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh. <laughs> so, with all of that being said, if you're conservative and you would like to leave an opinion, or hell, let's go out this way. If you want to come on this podcast, if you're one of our Ooh, close friends and you're conservative, spicy. I would love to have an actual open conversation with a conservative. Someone who's not going to bitch and gripe and call me a snowflake and let me tear into you, you tear into me, and that's fine. Uh, uh, my my stepbrother, which obviously you know him, can't say his name, right. by the way. Uh, he, I don't want to say he's, he, he's kind of like us in the sense that he deems himself as independent. He de- right. deems himself as middle ground, but in my opinion, a lot of his views are different from mine. I'm not going to say they're right or left, but they're different from mine. Right. He wants to get on here and talk politics closer to time he told me. That's so fine. I'm here for it. We will get on here because he told me, he's like, man, I know I'm going to disagree with almost everything Cody says, but in in a reasonable way. He right. wants and to I talk have, about it with yeah, you. And I will have that, that conversation with anybody at any given time. And I'm telling you right now, the kind of person he is, he's going to listen to this full episode and he's going to make index cards. That's and he's going to come on here. I'll be, I'll he's be be like, here's this, 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 yeah. this. <laughs> I am prepared for a political debate. And anyone who knows me knows that this is factual. I'm prepared for a political debate 24-7. Yep, he is. And I'll just, you know, while you guys are talking, I'll chick back, kick, chick, chick, cat kick <laughs> i will kick back in my chair that's and fine eat a some or something yeah that's fine uh, i'm vegan so i'm not gonna be doing any of that can i am such a snowflake hey, bro i'm I meant, vegan i meant to ask you a question when we were talking about uh video games promoting violence yeah i wanted to say and i know it sounds stupid but it's actually a really like more clear point are you a vegan because you made salads and sims like it's it's the same exact thing yeah like did making salads in a video game make you want to right. only eat salads no in final fantasy 15 i ate the shit out of that uh beef ramen that's all i'm saying and, it's not even and also in minecraft i had to farm bro like you're not an herbivore like you eat apples they don't last long you have to be a carnivore in minecraft to make it uh fun fact not many people know this about me i've never played minecraft that's sad. And I'm a huge video game head, so. All right, it's guys. Really I'm really getting derailed now, so thank you for listening. If you made it all the way to the very end right here, please do what Cody said. Uh, leave us, like, try not to message us. I want it on our Facebook wall. I unless want it it's open. just like crazy. Yeah. I want it open. Let's talk if about it. If you completely it. disagree with every point I made, don't just tell me you disagree. Tell me why and how you disagree. Yeah, don't just say Obama built the cages. I want to no. know. <laughs> I want to know why you disagree. And we're not going to sit there and roast you. We're going to, like, obviously we'll be respectful about it. I just, 
like he said, if you're super conservative, you want to come on here and talk respectfully and debunk six, it. If we do have it. six different people that want to come on here and have a, a I say we do one six hour and line them up at the door and they fine. have tickets. I'm here. <laughs> they just yeah, roll I'm in. Here for it. <laughs> I'll talk politics all day. But like he said, if you're if you want to be active in the conversation or anything, or if you have an opinion. Give me a why and a how because I'm not just gonna see uh, Obama's not American or anything. Like I'll delete the comment. Yeah, Cody. Cody uh, also is probably the one to talk to. I just thought Phil Bredesen was a Republican. So yeah, you're out. Of course, that's local Tennessee stuff. That's a little less embarrassing. It's right, not like yeah. I thought Donald Trump was a Democrat. Far from. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening, and don't forget, Yang Gang. Uh. It's funny because we didn't even talk about Andrew Yang once, and I'm sitting here promoting him. (laughs) Feel the burn. Uh, We'll see y'all next week. Thank you very much. Yo, you going, Bernie? (laughs) Yeah. Also, we have a uh, a fantasy football episode coming later this week too, with our friend Jordan Taylor. Oh, by the way, if you do play DraftKings, we're gonna go the last 10, 15 minutes of the episode talk about DraftKings pricing on Week One. It's mostly gonna be fantasy. But we want to talk about DraftKings Week One. Hope you and guys win a about lot of money. Antonio Antonio Brown's helmet. Uh, and did you see today? Yeah. Antonio Brown's helmet did not pass the. Well, he's back to the drawing board. Yep. Yang you gang. drafted him round one. Sorry. Bye. Yang Yang. Kill the burn.